This is Set Aside Some Time, an MSPN podcast, and it's brought to you by the National MSP Network, or MSPN for short. And now, on to the episode. Thank you for setting aside some time with us today. I'm Amber Warman, your host for today's podcast, and today we're reviewing the MSP Network's objectives for 2022. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming MSPN's 2022 Executive Committee. Uh, President for 2022 is Steve Miller, President of Pharmacy MSA. Uh, Immediate past president, Dan Anders, Chief Compliance Officer for Tower MSA Partners. Uh, Vice President of Strategy for Amitros, uh, John Kane. Um, Unfortunately, couldn't be with us here today for this podcast, but he is our 2022 MSPN Vice President. We also have Michelle Allen, Principal of Allen Coba Compliance Solutions and 2022 uh, MSPN Secretary, and myself, Amber Warman, a Senior Work Comp Claims Examiner for MMIA and 2022 Treasurer. So I'd like to start today uh, touching base with Mr. Steve Miller um, and finding out uh, some of the objectives that he has for the 2022 year with MSPN. Good morning, Steve. Hi, good morning, Amber. Thank you very much. And uh, it's nice to be with everyone today to be able to share some of our goals and objectives for the upcoming year. Um, I think that before we get started, we have to really look at uh, how successful a year we had last year with uh, Mr. Andrews as president. Uh, We were able to do a lot of new things and make a lot of new uh, touches with organizations in the Uh, MSP community. And one of my main goals is to continue to grow those relationships. I don't want to say improve because they're already uh, at a very high level, but grow those relationships and uh, find if there's others that would benefit both MSPN and the organizations involved. And one of the things that I'm very interested in and it's kind of one of my goals is to try to increase the input of healthcare providers in the MSP and MSA process. Um, as a pharmacist, um, I'm very involved in that end of a lot of MSAs and do quite a bit uh, on which drugs and medications and costs of medications and how they're figured and all that. And I think that just involving more uh, healthcare providers, they have direct contact, you know, with patients or whatever, uh, would be a very uh, big goal for um, MSPN. So that's one of the uh, the big things that is in my uh, particular um, goals and objectives for this year. The second thing that I have for a for a goal for this year is continue the involvement of the MSPN membership. Uh, as Michelle's going to talk about in a few minutes, we've been very fortunate with our membership numbers uh, last year. We hope to continue those that growth of that number and then be sure that we seek out the input of those people uh, throughout the coming year. So that's also very important. The third, uh, I think, goal that I'm going to have this year is we're going to try our best to get everybody together in Baltimore in September. Uh, you know, with COVID situation and the fact that we've had virtual meetings the last couple of years, 
you know, I've heard a lot from people about, you know, why can't we do uh, live and why can't we do virtual or whatever. So we're going to, we're going to do our best here on the executive committee and then the board of directors of MSPN to put together another really good uh, live, uh, per, live show or live uh, uh, meeting at the live casino and event center in Baltimore. Um, and get everybody back together and uh, get a chance to uh, renew acquaintances, share thoughts, and learn more about the uh, the MSA and MSPN industry. So those are some of the big goals that I have. And I'd like to pass it on to Dan now. And Dan can give some more specific goals uh, that he has as the immediate past president. Uh, Dan? Thanks, Steve. And, uh, well, thanks. Uh, Amber for hosting this today and uh, also joining us on the executive uh, committee this year. You've got your hands full <laughs> with the uh, task uh, for MSPN. Uh, and thanks, Steve, for your kind words uh, for, for my uh, leadership over the past year. And congratulations to you as uh, you're uh, taking over and, and leading the organization uh, this year. And uh, Steve asked me to uh, continue to um, uh, take the lead on discussions with CMS and our relationship with them. And uh, uh, nicely, we've got a, a meeting coming up with them uh, in a week here. Uh, and uh, we try to do it quarterly. It doesn't always work out that way uh, with scheduling. But uh, to have these meetings uh, with uh, kind of our top agenda, agenda items that we want to put in front of them from uh, you know, Medicare set-asides and conditional payments, to Section 111 uh, reporting, and um, you know, and having uh, you know been uh, co-chair on policy and legislative and uh, president of the organization, having uh, dealt with CMS for uh, during this time and and for many years, I think one of the key uh, aspects of this, uh, not only for myself but just anyone who is concerned with what CMS does or what their contractors do is, is to put yourself in, in their shoes. And you know that's something that's good with CMS or anything else probably in life is taking a look at um, how, they, how they're looking at things when it comes to Medicare secondary payer compliance. Um, I think sometimes we're, we're, we're easy to, uh, to complain about uh, how things are, uh, whether it's with Medicare set-asides or reporting or conditional payments, but um, we also need to look at uh, solutions that are mutually beneficial. And, and certainly there uh, are some concerns and criticisms there with CMS, but uh, what I try to do in uh, formulating how uh, we approach that relationship is, is really to uh, look at it from their perspective and identify where uh, there may be opportunities for us to have, uh, you know, always look at this as kind of a win-win situation um, in what we propose to them as perhaps a policy or process change or uh, with a, you know, potential policy change. You know, a, a big thing, a big agenda item for us uh, next week is something that's everybody's paying attention to is uh, CMS's policy towards non-submitted evidence-based MSAs. Uh, with their announcement last month that uh, essentially places a presumption on a non-CMS approved MSA that falls into that type of category uh, that it may not properly protect Medicare's interest, uh, that is 
has a big potential effect um, on many stakeholders in this process. Uh, most of all, the Medicare beneficiary um, who may have their Medicare benefits denied for injury-related care at some point in the future. So that's really at the our meeting next week with them. That's the top of our agenda item. Our agenda items is to have that discussion. And you know, while uh, you know, they, we certainly understand that they're taking it as their right to make these types of, of denials, uh, we see this as having a significant impact on anybody, like I said, payers and attorneys and the like, but especially the payers. And um, from what I've seen thus far, there doesn't seem to be enough guidance out there for a Medicare beneficiary who's self-administering or even who has a professional administrator to give them um, really the answers they need to understand what CMS is doing here and, um, and what that means for them, what rights they have um, as an administra administrator of an MSA. So that that's something that you know we're going to take to them and um, and see what answers uh, they have to that. Because as an organization that um, you know we certainly have people that are involved in the MSA community, we've got payers um, and, and some you know <laughs> claim attorneys that work with Medicare beneficiaries and, and others that work with Medicare beneficiaries. Uh, this is something as an organization that um, that we want to have a discussion with them on. You know, beyond that, you know, what we're going to be monitoring from a uh, you know relationship with CMS going forward is um, certainly liability MSAs um, and whether that develops over the course of this year, um, and also with uh, penalties around Section 111 reporting. Uh, I, uh, I think both of those. Uh, have an opportunity to have something develop uh, this year, uh, and it's and both of those are ones that uh, we would uh, have comments on comments, and I'm sure there's going to be questions around. So uh, that's certainly um, given the relationship that we built up with CMS over the past few years will be an excellent opportunity for us to uh, present those uh, concerns and questions uh, to them uh, during the course of. Uh, 2022. Uh, and we're continuing to monitor as well the implementation of the PAID Act. Um, uh, Amber, your uh, Committee around Conditional Payments and Section 111 Reporting, I know, is, is monitoring that. And uh, we're going to put some of those issues in front of uh, CMS as well. So um, from a standpoint of uh, CMS, that's uh, certainly going to be one of our key objectives uh, going into this year, our matters and issues around um, around CMS and, and how we work with them on it. Thanks so much, Dan. Um, so kind of turning now to Michelle Allen, our glorious secretary for, for MSPN for 2022. Um, what are you seeing on your committees as, as uh, goals and objectives for 2022? Thank you, Amber. Um, <laughs> I, I'm new to this board, uh, honored and energized to be a part of it. Um, and I have served on the annual conference and membership committees for a number of years. And I'm so proud of the work, uh, the great body of work that has been done on both of those committees over the year. Um, 
my role on this board, I believe, is just to expand upon all of the, uh, the hard work and all of the visibility that the organization has enjoyed over the last several years. And uh, to specifically answer your question, I feel as though Dan just <laughs> maybe presented some of the features um, of what we'd like to have as the centerpiece for the annual conference this year. And, and for so many years, we've had the, the great debate about to submit or not to submit. And I, I feel like it's coming back. <laughs> Every, everything old is new again. And, and so goes the, the, the ongoing debate, which um, given the fact that we have a, a webinar coming up next week and uh, some, some, some more or a discussion with CMS next week, um, we have a lot more fodder between now and September, and uh, I'm hoping that that's a, a robust topic uh, at the annual conference. And uh, as, as Dan and Steve have both intimated, really, really hoping that it's in person. Um, that would be one of our committee goals, and I, I think that all the members of the committee have, uh, have really dedicated themselves to, to make the best possible virtual conference experience for, for the membership. Um, but there's just so much that that we miss by not being together, um, and and we are a, a small tight knit industry. Everybody in our industry is familiar with one another, and um, we have we have friendships. We have very cordial and collegiate relationships with one another, and it does kind of get sidestepped uh, whenever you do have a virtual platform, even though there really hasn't been much that we could do about it. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that I love MSPN, and I'm so grateful to be a part of the executive committee this year. It's it's all of those relationships and all of the um, sharing of ideas and taking advocacy positions together and finding out more information, not only for um, our membership uh, and our organization, but you know also to raise the profile of Medicare secondary payer. And uh, I, I love your objective, Steve, uh, to, to try and gain more interest in the medical community and, and to bring more awareness for medical providers um, about MSPN. Because let's face it, if they don't know anything about Medicare secondary payer right now, they're going to need to know more about Medicare secondary payer. I think you see where this is all going. And uh, CMS is being quite clear about what the next several years are going to bring. And what a great opportunity we have to be sitting right here saying we're the premier organization in the country on this subject matter. And there's room for you. There's room for you at the table. Come join. We'll, <laughs> we can form subcommittees for you. We can provide content for you in webinars and podcasts. We can do it at the annual conference. Whatever it is you need to know, we can make it digestible for you. And we can, we can focus some of this towards what your needs are. Um, so one of the committee goals of the membership committee, and I'm going to pivot a little bit uh, onto membership, is to bring more organizations and more diversity of membership into the organization. Uh, in, in, in the membership committee last year, we discussed how our, uh, our roots were really in the, the nurse allocator community and how we've really grown that and expanded it and developed it. And one of the focus areas that we've had for the last two years is bringing more interest to the organization from the claimants and plaintiffs bars because they have very unique interests in Medicare secondary payer. And uh, there's more awareness, I believe, on, on that side of the, uh, the negotiating table about what MSP is and, and how it impacts their settlements. So we're, we're doing more outreach in that area to, to grow and expand our membership. Um, the medical community, likewise, 
and uh, we're we're trying to do some some cool things in 2022 to uh, to continue that visibility and that awareness in our space, um, such as possibly wearing pins at conferences and events that uh, bring some more recognition and some more visibility to us. Um, also. Uh, having some literature that we can disseminate at industry events um, to gain members boots on the ground when we're out and about visiting uh, people out in various industry events. So we have a lot of really interesting ideas cooking for, for 2022. Um, again, really excited about being on board this year, joining uh, Dan, Steve, Bon, and Amber in leading for 2022, but I'm never, never going to forget my two committees. They're my babies. <laughs> Uh, annual and membership. So uh, talking about annual goals, I always have to go back to those two. They're for my little bit. <laughs> well, and, you know, I we were just talking before before recording this podcast about how everyone's really hoping and, and really excited to go back to to the the annual conference in person. I have never actually met anybody in person um, that I, I collaborate with uh, you know, almost on a, on a weekly, if not daily basis. And it, I, I just, I really look forward to the opportunity of, of meeting everyone in person. And, um, as you said, it is, it is, um, kind of a, a smaller, uh, uh, industry and, and we really do, uh, have room at the table for, um, others who are affected, uh, in the MSP space. And, um, I think, I think I'm kind of an example of that coming from more the claims examining, um, and, and smaller risk pool, um, that, that these issues really do affect, um, you know, various parts of the industry and the more voices and the more ideas and the more collaboration we can bring to the table, um, the better. So yeah, looking forward to 2022. Um, I think it's gonna, obviously we're seeing a lot of movement already and it's uh, or only February. <laughs> um, uh, the big, the big uh, webinar town hall with CMS next week and, and some of the updates that we've seen. Um, so, so thanks Michelle with, with your objectives. Um, I, I second the, the excitement of, of being on the executive committee this year. Um, it's, it's a true honor to serve with, with you folks and, and the brain trust that is uh, the MSP network. So I really appreciate that. And um, also this year, uh, I am remaining the co-chair of the, the Section 111 and, and Conditional Payment Lien Committee. So um, we've had a lot of participation in, in our committee um, a lot of interest uh, over the last year, and we hope to continue that moving forward. A couple of our objectives specific to uh, the Section 111 um, is collaborating to increase access to correct contact information for the Medicare Advantage plans uh, and, and claim information. So we've had a lot of volunteers to help us collect data, um, correct uh, contact information for different plans, um, and hopefully at some point creating a resource for members um, to, to access to make sure as we're kind of moving through with the, the paid act that we're having access to the correct information in a timely fashion. So that's a, a big uh, to do on our committee list for 2022. And basically echoing what everyone has said today, uh, just maintaining that collaborative effort with CMS and 
Um, I think it's it's been clear to me in in my limited experience uh, in the last year just how the open lines of communication and CMSs and the contractors' willingness to to meet with us, um, problem solve together. Uh, it really does make a difference. And, and tying that back to membership, if you're thinking about joining MSPN, do it. Um, again, we have we have room um, for ideas and collaborative efforts and, and you really can't go wrong becoming a member, especially at this time. So um, I wanna thank my uh, fellow uh, executive committee members today, uh, Steve Miller, Dan Anders, Michelle Allen. Thank you guys so much for your time and and taking your time today uh, to set aside. Say, Am Amber? Yeah. Amber, can I, can I make a point? You know, I was, we were listening sure. to everybody's comments, and it, and it really be an active member and make a difference in MSPN. You listen to all, all, all of us have gotten started through committee work. You know, right. I was in data development and, and all that. So I, the point I want to make there is don't be afraid to sign up and then get involved in a committee or two or three people will take you under their wings. You know, we, we all, we all had our first year on a committee, right? Right. And so we all got people, we all had people help us move along. And, uh, you know, all four of us, all five of us, including John, uh, have been able to nurture that and develop ourselves in the, uh, secondary payment area into positions on the MSPN board and now the executive committee. So my point is, is that one of the other things that we're going to try to do this year is make sure that people that are interested in working with uh, and being a member of MSPN are interested and get involved. I think that just showing you the success that you, that you people have had is a great way to show that. So I just wanted to make sure and make that point. That's a great point, Steve, and and one um, definitely definitely agreed with. Um, like I said, just just in the short time that I've been involved, um, the folks that I've met, uh, met, collaborated with, and and you're absolutely correct, folks taking taking you under their wing and and mentoring you and and giving you access to information. Um, it's it's absolutely uh, incredible, and it's a great organization to be involved with. So. Uh, thanks to our guests today for setting aside some time today to talk to us. And uh, thank you to our audience for setting aside some time to listen to our MSPN podcast. Our next episode will air March 15th when we discuss Part C and D beneficiaries and MSAs. Mm -hmm.